You're listening to the Coconut Avenue Radio and Podcast Network. Welcome to Out There on the Edge of Everything, the show that examines, helps you understand, and effectively deal with the interesting edges of life. Broadcasting now from the virtual C344 studios overlooking the edge of Coconut Avenue is your host, award-winning and best-selling author, Dr. Stephen Lesovich. Hi, this is Dr. Stephen Lesovich out there on the edge of everything. This episode is entitled, Interview with Dr. Jane Wright. Today, I'm very excited to be speaking with Dr. Jane Wright, a board-certified orthodontist from Kenosha, Wisconsin, and author of the new children's book, The Capture of Clementine. Welcome to the show, Dr. Wright. Thank you, Dr. Lesovich. It's wonderful to be here. You are an orthodontist. Exactly what is an orthodontist? Well, ortho means to straighten, and donto means teeth. So I straighten teeth. I'm a tooth straightener. So you are not the kind of dentist with drills that most children and adults are afraid to go and see. No, I don't. No, I don't have any patients, to my knowledge, that are fearful or afraid when they come in. We tend to have a lot of fun in our practice and very few uncomfortable appointments. You are a board-certified orthodontist. What does it mean to be board-certified? Well, like any specialty of dentistry, we all have to be a, a general dentist first. So I went to dental school for four years and then two years of orthodontic residency. And after you're an orthodontist, you are able to then seek board certification. It's not mandatory. And as of just a couple of years ago, only 30% of our specialty was board certified. So I'm very proud to be a board certified orthodontist. I had to take a written exam. It was a pretty intense written exam. And then it took years to prepare cases that were board eligible. So I had to treat patients, take extensive records of their case, and then fly down to St. Louis and present my cases in front of the board. After which, you know, if you pass that, then you are deemed board certified. In addition to your dental practice, you are also an, an adjunct instructor at the dental school at, at Marquette University in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Tell us about your teaching responsibilities at Marquette. Yes, well, I've always loved teaching. I love educating people. It brings me a lot of joy, whether I'm teaching children or adults. It was interesting even beginning at Marquette because I, I, I couldn't believe I actually had something to offer residents. But I've been there for about 10 years now in the orthodontic clinic at Marquette University. And it, it really does bring me a lot of joy to share what I know about clinical orthodontic practice. So I oversee a group of residents in the clinic and I check all of their orthodontic work, their wire binding skills, their brackets, I have to sign off on what they've done before the patients can leave for the day. And then I help them treatment plan and uh, learn how to manage, you know, patient-related situations. And by residents, you mean the new dental students? Correct. So they're dentists already. And there are five residents of each class. So it's a total of 10 residents at Marquette. So they are dentists. They're going through orthodontic training. So you recently authored a new children's book entitled The Capture of Clementine. What inspired you to write a children's book? That is a great question. I think it really it started to sink in a couple of years ago when I was noticing kind of poor oral hygiene amongst 
my patients and just a lack of knowledge on how to properly care for their teeth. And even if it wasn't a lack of knowledge, maybe a lack of caring. And I have five children of my own, my husband and I do. And I noticed the same lack of motivation in my own kids where they didn't understand why they needed to be brushing their teeth. Who cares? What does it matter if their baby teeth fall out early? And I found myself repeating the same information all day long to my patients and coming home and repeating the same thing at night. I thought, I feel like there's a a learning gap with dental education. You know, who is teaching this? And I put pen to paper and started writing. Your new book is a fictional story about both the tooth fairy and having children practice good dental health. Tell us about the story included in your new book. Yes, well, as I mentioned, I do, we do have five children, and the book mirrors what we have been through in our own household. Uh, the Tooth Fairy does visit our house a lot, and we've had, you know, situations where, you know, we've had these conversations about properly brushing and flossing. In this story, the Tooth Fairy enters in through the wrong window. She's headed for Tom's room and she accidentally comes in through the twin sister's rooms, and they hear her fluttering through their bedroom and, and capture her. They grab her and ask her a lot of questions about proper brushing and flossing and Clementine gets into nutritional foods and what's healthy for teeth. So it's a really fun story and the children that have read it so far are, are really captivated. I'm impressed that they they're interested and, and we've had a few, not even my own children, but other children, run up and want to go brush their teeth after they finish the story. And that is like the best compliment of all, that I've I've inspired them to, to take better care of their teeth. Your book includes techniques for good dental health. Why is it important for children who still have their baby teeth to practice good dental health? Well, I think there's a misconception out there that baby teeth don't matter, that they're just temporary, they're going to fall out anyway. But what a lot of people, both parents and children, don't understand is we need our baby teeth. They are placeholders for the permanent teeth. And if they fall out too early, children really do struggle to chew certain foods. It can affect speech. But you think about a lot of nutritional foods are hard and crunchy, like carrots and you know, raw vegetables, even meats, you know, healthy proteins, you need enough teeth to gnaw through those. And when children start to lose baby teeth too early because of decay, you know, if they have to have five or six or heaven forbid more of their baby teeth extracted early, they really lose a lot of those chewing surfaces and they start to gravitate towards softer and usually sweeter kind of junk foods. So it has, it has an impact on overall health as well. It's not just maintaining your baby teeth so you have a full smile. It does affect the overall body health and development of these kids if they experience too much decay at a young age. And this may be an obvious question for a dentist, but what are the benefits of having children brush their teeth every night? I think brushing teeth every night, the nighttime is the most important time to brush your teeth. I mean, the dental professionals recommend two to three times a day. You know, you definitely want to brush when you wake up in the morning. I encourage my kids to brush after every meal. So if they're not in school, I have them brush after lunch or brush after a midday snack. I know that's not possible when children are in school. But the nighttime brush is so important because our mouths dry out at night. And if we leave plaque on our teeth, the bacteria just have a field day at night when we sleep. So we don't have that increased saliva flow like we do during the day. 
and there's nothing washing away that biofilm and all the sugar on our teeth. So it's really important to get it all off before we go to sleep. So is it really necessary for children to floss their teeth every night? Yes, flossing. So the toothbrush can get the outer surfaces of the teeth, but floss is what gets in between the teeth. It makes me so sad when I hear of somebody say, you know, I have 14 cavities because I can almost guarantee those cavities are all in between the teeth. And it's completely preventable with just flossing. So this is where parents teaching their children or helping them, they might have to floss for their children to get out all the food and bacteria from in between the teeth. Otherwise, you can have those situations where kids will just get tons of cavities between all their teeth. So it is quite important. Your book also talks about having good nutrition. What are the benefits of having children avoid food and beverages that include a large amount of sugar as an ingredient? Yeah, so the bacteria in our mouths, the majority of them thrive on sugar. And they eat those sugary products that adhere to our teeth, and the bacteria release acid. And the acid starts to break down the enamel on our teeth, and that's when people get cavities. A lot of sugary foods also have a lower acid, it's high acid, low pH count. So think of drinking a soda or Gatorade. That's kind of a double whammy where now they have the sugar and the acid and the bacteria just thrive. And we've seen kids' teeth get quite soft actually just from all of this sugar in combination with acid. So we do touch upon that in the book as well. And I have a, a soft spot for nutrition. That's what my bachelor of science degree is in. So, I mean, gosh, I could talk all day on nutrition, but I know that's a <laughs> side topic. Where can our listeners purchase your new book? The Capture of Clementine is available on Amazon and Barnes & Noble's website. And we are working to get it in some local bookstores and other stores throughout Wisconsin. You have five children. As a mother and a professional dentist, how do you motivate your children to get them to brush and floss their teeth every night? It is a challenge and it's kind of like any other kind of personal hygiene that you have to teach children. You know, it's like you use the restroom, you have to wash your hands. You know, you need to shower, you need to wash your hair, you need to brush your teeth. Sometimes I do feel like a broken record. They're learning to know what's coming. You know, it's like you're getting ready for bed, brush your teeth. I really shouldn't have to say it anymore. But believe it or not, I do. So I think some of it is just a habit, you know, one of these healthy lifestyle habits. You brush your teeth every night before you go to bed. So it's starting to finally sink in. <laughs> Without revealing any trade secrets of the right household, so how much money does the tooth fairy leave each of your children when they lose a tooth? <laughs> right. Well, you know, there is. we're in Wisconsin and other parts of the country, the tooth fairy might have a higher rate. And there's also inflation to account for. But at the moment, the tooth fairy leaves the kids in our family a dollar, usually a, a nice crisp dollar bill. Today I'm speaking with Dr. Jane Wright, a board certified orthodontist and author of the new children's book, The Capture of Clementine. February is National Children's Dental Health Month. You're going to do a book reading at a large dental education event for grade school students and teachers of a local school district in Kenosha, Wisconsin. Tell us about that event. I'm really excited about the event this year. So I've been an orthodontist for 11 years, and every year we have gone out into the community in February, and usually my dad and I would send our staff to go into local schools and do some brushing demonstrations and whatnot. And this year I decided to do something a little bit different and create a field trip for the Kenosha Unified School students. 
and we've invited kindergarten through second grade just because that's really kind of the target audience for the capture of Clementine and also these kids are just like little sponges. They love this information and they just eat it up. So kindergarten through second grade is invited to the Kemper Center, downtown Kenosha, and I will be reading the capture of Clementine and then doing a live demonstration where I'm going to call up some volunteers and they're going to help me demonstrate how to properly brush and floss. And then the children will move through four stations where they get to see the amount of sugar in certain beverages, some of their favorite top, top drinks, talk a little bit about nutrition. They'll have a poster with sugar bugs where they can attach the sugar bugs to the, the sugar on the teeth. And then all the children will leave with a coloring sheet and a toothbrush. So it should be a pretty good time. We're running three sessions, 45 minutes each. Why is dental education so important for grade school students? I believe that if kids learn this stuff at a young age, it can, well, first of all, prevent a lot of future dental decay. And some parents really are not even teaching this or knowing how to, how to care for their own teeth. So to have this kind of information at a young age, I think, is really beneficial to the kids. They can take control of their own dental health maybe care a little bit more about brushing and flossing. And like I mentioned, they're just kind of like little sponges. You know, if they have the information, my hope is that they'll go home and be excited about it and want to use their new toothbrush and, and take a little more time and care with their teeth. You're doing a book reading at one of the schools your children attend. Are your children excited about you reading your new book at their school? Oh, they're very excited. One of my son's little friends has already asked if there's going to be a sequel. <laughs> there are all these books that have, you know, five, six or more books within the series. And so there's already requests for a sequel of The Capture of Clementine. So I've got to put my thinking cap on there. But the children are really excited for me to come to their school. And unfortunately, it's just for the younger kids. So our older three are not going to be uh, hearing me read the book, but they've heard me read it so much at home, they could probably recite it on their own. <laughs> What gets you out of bed in the morning, Dr. Wright? Coffee. No. <laughs> Aside from coffee. No, really, that's, that's the, that'll do it. But I call myself the morning motivator in our house. I mean, I'm the one that if I don't get up, nobody else is getting up. So I, I take that responsibility. I wake up at 5.30 every day, get the house going. I do. I walk around with my little cup of coffee, and I wake everybody up and start the school routine and then after that, I head off to work. So if, if the morning motivator is not here, nobody's moving. What do you do on a daily basis to create a positive impact in the world? Gosh, that's a great, great question. And this might sound cliche, but I love to smile at people. And I know as a dentist, you think, well, of course she's smiling. But it really does affect people in a physical way when they're smiled at. And I mean, the first thing is if you know, like let's say you're passing somebody on the street, you make eye contact and smile at them. It validates that they're being seen. And the act of smiling usually makes the receiver smile as well. And when you smile, happy hormones are released, released into your brain. So I really enjoy smiling at people and seeing the response that I get in return. And my hope is that even if it's just in that moment, it makes them feel better. But you never know how that could trickle on into the rest of their day and how it might affect other people's 
lives because maybe then they'll smile at somebody too. So I think a simple smile goes an awfully long way. How can people find and contact you? Yes, my office has a website. It is crawfordortho.com. And on our website, we do have links to purchase the capture of Clementine. And then I am on LinkedIn and Facebook. I'm on Instagram, but not not heavily on Instagram. So my website's probably a good starting point, crawfordortho.com. Or I can also be found on, on Facebook and LinkedIn. What identifier do you use on Facebook and LinkedIn? I'm Jane Wright, DDS, MS. So where can our listeners purchase your new book? The book is available on Barnes & Noble's website and also Amazon. Is there anything else you would like our listeners to know about you or your new book? Well, I just hope that the capture of Clementine can be a positive thing in children's lives and maybe the adults reading to them could pick up some nuggets or tidbits as well. And I've been to enough bookstores with my children to know that children judge a book based on its cover. That's how they shop. So my hope for the capture of Clementine is that it draws the attention of people who might not realize they're buying a dental book, a dental education book, that kids are going to want to pick it up and read it, and a bonus is they're learning something. Today, I have been speaking with Dr. Jane Wright, a board-certified orthodontist and author of the new book, The Capture of Clementine, including both the Tooth Fairy and Dental Education. Thanks for being on the show today, Dr. Wright. Thank you so much for having me. I really enjoyed it. Till next time, I'm Dr. Stephen Lesvich, out there on the edge of everything with the Tooth Fairy. You have been listening to Out There on the Edge of Everything, the show that examines, helps you understand, and effectively deal with the interesting edges of life. For more information on your host, Dr. Stephen Lesovich, please visit slesovich.com. For more information on prior and future shows, please visit coconutavenueradio.net. This is the Coconut Avenue Radio and Podcast Network.